selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore. Your husband's gone, and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill. It's Hollywood. It's books. It's gossip. I'm shook. It's memoirs. It's martinis. It's Studio 54. It's Celebrity Book Club. Come read it while it's hot. Celebrity Book Club. Tell your secrets, we won't talk. Celebrity Book Club. Boys are allowed. Celebrity Book Club. Say it loud and proud. Celebrity Book Club. Buzz me in. I brought the Cuervo. Hey, best, best friend. friend. Hey, Lily. Hey, Stephen. I'm so excited to see you today. I'm wicked excited to see you. And I'm also wicked excited for the book and something else we have in store today. Yeah, no, today has a couple of surprises and emphasis on the word couple. Yeah. A set of <laughs> twin surprises, you might say. Yes. Today we're talking about our second twin book <laughs> that we've done. In many ways, the other side of the coin. Yeah, the polar opposite. We've done Tegan and Sarah We've before. We've done Canadian lesbian twins. But what about... San Diego. San Diego-based straight girl twins. What about that? What about that? Who are not musicians or artists, but do have some or creative... Or actors streets. or rock stars. Well, actually, I think that you could term what they do as acting. Yes. And it's actually using your body to tell stories. What San Diego, Arizona-based twins are we talking about? None other. Then... The Bella Twins. Um, they sort of reshaped the landscape for women's wrestling. Yeah, I just learned about how basically they changed it from the Attitude Era, oh, which yeah. was all thongs and thongs and debras. panties and sort of hair pulling, and it was really sort of hyping up the sort of oversexualized but not actually very athletic nature of sort of feminine physicality. 
and, and they, they brought like a sexy right. era, but of actually wrestling, wearing more like right. um, and of course leggings. when we say actually wrestling, we still do mean wrestling, which is technically fake in terms of the stories. But that athleticism oh, that no. it requires is phenomenal, huge. So yes, they are named Brie and Nikki Bella, and just to sort of fill in this They're picture a little more, sixteen minutes apart. They, Yes, that's incredibly <laughs> yeah, okay. important, but also as important is the fact that they have a show called Total Bellas and also Total Divas on the E! Network. And let's be honest, they're hot. They're very hot. Smoking <laughs> so, hot. Wicked hot. One has a boob job, one doesn't have a boob job. Still both hot. Yeah, I would say your type, 100%. To a T, 100%. Okay, gun to your head, boob job or no? Honestly, well, Just I know. Just say it. Okay. Just answer the yeah, question. Yeah, boob job. <laughs> okay. We know. Okay. So this brings us to our next huge surprise that we have. Another Which, set of twins. Another set we, of twins. Shall we say? <laughs> I don't know if they've had boob jobs or not. We'll um, find out, hopefully. Well, let's just come out and say it. This is a this huge first, moment in Celebrity Book Club history. This is basically like us going to WWE for the first time. Right. And competing in the majors. Yeah. For the very first time in CBC history, we have a guests. guest. And not just one guest. Two guests. Two guests. So welcome to the Ring. You know them from the famous, internationally recognized and renowned, celebrated podcast, Who Weekly. Please welcome to the stage, Bobby Finger and Lindsay Weber. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hey. Hi but what was great about that was you really evoked like the wrestling, because I learned so much mm. about wrestling in this book that now I know everything and I'm an expert and I love it and I'm obsessed. But like, right. you really brought up the like, we're like a tag team. We're, yes. we're in the ring. We just showed up. We like walk to the stage and like whatever outfit people are cheering, like maybe we're the villains. You guys can be the heroes because it's your podcast. <laughs> or, or, or heels. Your heels. We're the heels. Your heels. Yeah. <laughs> Where the wait? What are, I part of it? The aces or like? Don't it, you feel think, like you learned so much? Like this book, it does teach. No, oh yeah, it's they should. I mean, and they, this book should, should be, be taught in schools. schools. <laughs> I would say I think anywhere in the Sun Belt, which is clearly where the wrestling industry is based, because this whole book takes place in Tampa, Scottsdale, mm-hmm. San Diego, <laughs> Vegas, like anywhere on the southern strip of the United States. Like they should be teaching this because everyone aspires to either UFC or wrestling or something in that realm. I think, or at least. Right. Yeah. 40% of. Yeah. And you learned wrestling involves every single skill you could possibly have your brain, your acting, your doing sports, your hurting your body, your facing, you know, masculinity, terrible masculinity at every turn, at every turn. Bus- business skills. Uh, no, it's, it's very, very <laughs> corporate. And then the sort of interplay bet- of having to sort of campaign for your own sort of creative agenda within a corporate hierarchy, but then having that also play out in a, you know, in front of fans, in front of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. When she says that Vince McMahon, who's like the head of WWE. Who is a very sort of um, suspiciously Svengali-like character. <laughs> yeah. And they just refer to him as Vince all the time. And I'm just like, no one ever says anything bad about him. I'm just like, Hello, But he Vince. seems like the scariest person on earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So- yeah. And also, I just want to be clear. Bobby is the one with the boob job. Not me. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> but, you, but you think so mine looks, looks super natural. You think it looks yeah, really good. Yeah, I couldn't Lindsay even tell. Lindsay complimented me when I got it, though. I, She's very yeah. supportive. I support it. It's just not mm-hmm. for me, you know? Like, we're 16 minutes apart, and just, mm-hmm. just one of us has one of us and came like, out with an umbilical cord, and the other didn't, and one got a boob job. And, and Lindsay's better at soccer, but I'm better at ballet. So those are just our differences, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love twins. Um, Did so, the Tegan and Sarah book also do the twin thing? where it's like, she's this, I'm this. Like very Olsen twins, you know? 
it goes back and forth between the twins yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's the same format of like Nicole, I, Brie. I would say Nicole. to me, Brie and Nikki are actually a lot easier to tell apart yes. than Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah, I'm just like, okay, you're both giving me like lesbian <laughs> vibes. But like <laughs> Nikki and Brie, it's like Nikki is clearly just like the boob job soccer player who's just like, uh, you know, way more. <laughs> typically randy raunchy girl but also just like worried about what her boyfriend thinks and then yeah, she's Bree's the like, one also who dates the more controlling yeah. the more controlling man. intense man right. the one with the darker history of sexual abuse whereas brie is the hippie the artist right who loves new york city yeah new york greenwich village rock and roll <laughs> so wait, can i have are you guys fans of total divas and or total Bell? no and no no <laughs> I knew I no, knew so no. little about okay. wrestling actually that every page I it's like Lindsay said I was learning I was like oh that's how it works oh that's what kayfabe is okay oh they have to pay for their <laughs> own clothes incredible I did go through a wrestling phase when I was in middle school because the boys liked it so I'm like I'm cool like I'm one of the boys I'm gonna like know about Triple H and like care about like can you smell what the Rock is cooking which I guess is now something we all know about because the Rock is a wait. super celebrity. okay hold, okay, hold on so, so you're a guys girl so, wait, so you were a total guys girl and you were just like yeah let me impress all these guys with my WWE it's knowledge. crazy that just most of my friends were guys like I don't know how it happened it just <laughs> I'm, I'm so you're joking like, I don't know just super chill for some reason wait, so you were like wearing like a stone cold 316 like Shirt. trucker hat to school and hoping to get asked to the prom because you wore it I definitely came close in middle school to doing that type of thing. I don't think I got as far as buying merch, but I definitely <laughs> watched wrestling with friends and pretended it was cool and pretended mm-hmm. I cared and pretended I got it, which I didn't and didn't and didn't, you know? Like, so you're, so you're rocking this just like iced, like Diet Coke in a plastic glass just being like, <laughs> yeah. oh no! When, like, a big slam happens. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I do still kind of think that if I were to watch WrestleMania, like, once, I'd be into it. Because for me, if I just sat, I'd be like, this rules. I love it. It's it's theater. It's art. I just, I know that would happen. Like, Bobby, right? right? Like, I could get into into it. And I think that (laughs) the barrier to entry with me is the same. But, like, maybe one other element, which I feel like you also share, is, like, if I'm in a group setting, I'll watch anything and I'll have the time of my life. I could watch the worst movie, the worst show. But the thing about wrestling that I didn't understand until like not this book exactly but later in life like my 20s is that I just thought it was fake and that everyone was acting like it wasn't I didn't realize that the fakeness of it was understood and acknowledged and accepted and like it's just entertainment and once mm. I crossed that like barrier yeah, I was like oh this is just method it's actors just television it's just scripted television who cares also Bobby if you had seen Bibi Rexa on <laughs> Wrestlemania like live you would totally stand you wait, would wait, be wait, like sorry. so you're sorry, already sorry. dropping wait, names wait, 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 more wait, wait, did Bibi oh. Rexa did she like perform at a halftime show or did she actually Bibi Rexa was like a a character called BB Rexa on the latest <laughs> WrestleMania. And I don't know if she what? performed, but she was there and she looked amazing. And I think she was like playing herself within the world, which is incredible. That's so insane because she's also part of the Albanian mafia with mm, Dua Lipa Ava and Ava Max. No comment on that one. <laughs> we staying out of the fray. <laughs> Are you no. afraid of the Albanian? <laughs> oh, I mean, Rita, the other one, is just such a main character of our show. We can't, you know, we can't go mm-hmm. into darkness. It's interesting, you know, Lindsay, I feel like Lily is very your type where, like, she'll be watching a Carlos Mencia stand-up special for an hour and 20 minutes, stone <laughs> no. face, Like, not even a, the lightest I actually, chuckle. No, I and then she will just be like, yo, it's good. And it's just like, why are you, you're not even joining us. I fully disagree. I think I'm actually, I am laughing at the Carlos Mencia special. <laughs> I also think, I'm with you, it's more my barriers. If I see anything live, 
I'm obsessed. Anything live. Anything. Yeah, I'm like done. So in high school, we used to go to Ring of Honor, which many of these people came up in, which is like one so of the minor leagues. It's kind of, yeah, you like come up through the amateur circuit. And so this is like this Eastern Seaboard circuit. And we would go to, you know, veterans the, halls and like random banquet halls. As they said, it's like, that's where you're coming up. That's where you're wrestling in the back of a CVS, like at a, <laughs> at a greater Orlando, like, you know, grocery store parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Fuddruckers training center. For, <laughs> and it's like, and they do all this. I mean, you have, they have the characters, they do the chair throwing, you know, it's all of the, the histrionics It the is, drama. yeah, scripted, but it is like, they are actually wrestling. But there's something actually yeah. quite, I would say, really artful about the fact that this whole audience, they know it's fake. They are appreciating the performance. They're there to appreciate the storylines and these people bringing this fiction to No, it's life. crazy because it's kind of, it's the gayest Sport. Yeah. Well, it's the gay sport because everyone's in these fucking little skimpy yeah. outfits. Mm-hmm. You got guys in thongs, mm-hmm. basically. And you have full soap opera storylines. And yeah. everything is just kind of, uh, everyone's in love with each other. Like, there's all just, like, tension. It's just like, it's like, you're evil, you're good. It's, it's melodrama. Like, it is really a beautiful, it's gorgeous melodrama. Like, it is, it is a soap opera and everyone gets involved. I mean, I just really think, like... Poptimism really fucked me, which is like now I think everything that is bad like could also be good or is it bad? Is it good? Like now I'm ruined by that, that mentality, that kombucha girl mentality about pop and culture and all of that. But maybe it's fun because then I watch anything and I'm like delighted, you know? I think I think that I think the like the phenomena to which you're referring actually is at least that element of it. The appreciation element is good because it means that our our vocabulary is expanding and we can find, you know, elements of interest to pull out out of all these things. And you can watch totally bad TV guilty pleasures and you can be like, wow, like there's really interesting political dynamics happening here. There's really interesting acting. There's interesting there's interesting styling here. You know what I mean? (laughs) There can be quite a rich tapestry that is found within the 45 minutes of a Kardashian episode in which almost nothing exactly. happens, right? Like, Total Bellas is good, but, like, three billboards outside of, like, wherever, Louisiana, whatever that movie was, <laughs> that sucks. You know, like, That was one I... of the worst movies I've ever <laughs> seen ever. in my entire ever. life. I'm trying to give an example of, like, what I think is, everything is bad is good, but when it's bad, it's very bad. Like, three billboards, Also, bad. the Bella Twins would have we taken like those that. billboards down, and there would have been no problems. They would have no solved problems. that problem so much better than Frances McDormand. There's two of them! This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. <laughs> there are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. 
No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. Um, I was watching this episode of Total Divas, mm-hmm. which is which focuses on all of the wrestlers, like all the female wrestlers, not just the Bellas. This was the original show they were on. And the plotline of the episode was very Kardashian. It was Brie, the hippie one, <laughs> is telling Nikki <laughs> the dangers of factory farming because oh. they're like backstage at a video shoot and what? like <laughs> Nikki is eating a grilled chicken salad and Bree's just like um you know that like chickens are completely tortured and Bree's just like whatever it's protein I'm just eating it we're doing a video shoot and then she's just like actually look at this video and then she shows her this like YouTube video of like these chickens at a factory farm like being beaten and then Bree's just like oh my god I like just it hurt so much and she's telling the story she's just like and at that moment I got so sad my heart was beating and I think she means to say like my heart was pounding which she just says my heart was beating and it's that like that sounds like something I would say it's very, yeah. it's very you. Isn't it? And then the rest of the episode is her like not being able to check in, but then they go to a farm, like a pasture raised farm, and she learns what like cage free means. Okay, <laughs> and, and it's such a tour. That's why it borders on this right Kardashian thing where they're like, and now our entire family is going on a tour of a factory pig farm. <laughs> I just remembered that I did used to watch, or we did watch for the show when, we were, when one of them was dating John Cena for a long time, and he fucked with mm-hmm. her like for years. Do you, like. She had. Yep. She was always in the tabloids, and to better understand their relationship, I watched a few episodes of the show when it was like he was on it, and he was so mean to her, and he clearly was like, "I'm more famous than you. Like, I'm. I don't need this bullshit." And yeah. she broke free. We're so happy for her. But Thrilled. that show, I watched a little bit of that show, and I gotta say, it was very entertaining. The two. Of That's them. what I. Yeah, the total bells. That's what I just started because I was like, I always knew like Nikki and John were together, and I just didn't realize like he was such a like scary. So controlling asshole mm-hmm. when he's like this is she just has insane neck surgery from obviously like breaking her neck wrestling and then he's just being like make your bed just like right. I will not hang like go to dinner with you because I could be doing something productive right now and every night after dinner the men go to the cigar room and he's wearing like a That's full so eye insane. party like pinstripe suit right and now the both of them are so happy they both have husbands and kids and they live in like Napa like they really came out They're- the other side they're people's Fine. favorite like they, siblings. Like, people would give an exclusive on every life event that they will have from the oh, rest of their lives. Magazine. Yeah, people magazines. They're their favorite oh, siblings. I was just okay, like, yeah, I was just oh like, my God. Generally, generally people's, people's. They're people's favorite no, the people siblings. Magazine. No, I, I mean, I true. think it's obvious what the attraction to John Cena is. He is just like a, this absolute Hulk giant. And yeah. just like, he has gargantuan hands. And I think we can assume he has a gargantuan cock. And he's just like so scary. And like. Yeah, that's the attraction. Like, he's. He's so scary and like is like 
fucking her so much in just like their insane darkened cigar room. <laughs> and then on the other side, he's going to be like yelling at you about like laundry. Yeah. Well, and, and this other episode I watched, she was like talking about how he fucks her on the bed in his tour bus and there's a mirror on the ceiling. And she was just like, yeah, and I can watch myself have sex. And then Nikki's like, oh my God, ew, stop. Don't tell me I have sex on this bed. <laughs> um, okay. And then did you guys read the part in the book about the other one, Brie and her husband, Brian, who's like so green party, environmental. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And how oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's obsessed wrestler, with right? Kama Sutra. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. yeah, Daniel Bryan. The yes man. Yes. yes. Two yes. first names on yes. that guy. That means that's special. On the show, they reveal, and in the book, he can only have sex when a Himalayan salt lamp is on. Oh, no. okay. Oh, <laughs> I did Wait, That's a new one. That. That's really a fun that one. Yeah. That adds And I just want to know, kind of round table, does anyone kind of on this pod right now need a Himalayan salt lamp I need to a, have sex? I, I often need a fan on. I mean, I have one. White note. <laughs> like, <laughs> white, like, <laughs> already. Have, did, you, did you ever have sex before it? It gives, <laughs> no, it gives all a beautiful light so in that way I mm. I did laugh but I then also thought it gives off beautiful light like that's my <laughs> second thought like you know maybe there is something to it it's a low light it's like warm kind of pinkish light it's, I think it's very flattering on all skin tones it's usually at an angle that is flattering as well it's not this like, overhead thing but if he is he's a wrestler he's a big guy and also they are rich so is his him like what is his Himalayan salt lamp like like is his yeah, Himalayan salt really lamp nice. the size of like a credenza or is it like the size of my water bottle like what are we talking here do we know which is crazy it because is... mine's really small and it's so heavy and I wanted to one time I was like is this really salt like I didn't know and I licked it and it was salt but that's disgusting but like i had to know because i was like is this a scam but does he say i don't think did he say if it was the light or if it was like the vibe that he gets from it like i think it's both (laughs) it's like the low light and this like kind of cool mm -hmm. vibe she's brie is very spiritual as you know there's mediums that she is regularly in contact with throughout her life to speak with her ex-boyfriend who bear oh bear Bear died in a car accident in high school yeah that was traumatic Mm -hmm. that was was that that was traumatic her high school boyfriend bear who is an artist excuse me oh my god and his his painting his art that was so good that starbucks asked him to do a show (laughs) in in the store, an in-store show. Wait, do you see the part with his art? In I the was just in the flipping to the end because I was like, I have to look at those photos again. I loved them. That it's I mean, exactly what you think a Starbucks artist. Uh, it's so. Oh my god, I'm looking so, at it again. It's so good. Half of his face on the also, left, half of Casey Musgraves' face on the right. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh <laughs> he had shaggy blonde hair, full lips, oh. and he painted her portrait. Mm. It felt like I was actually being seen. Sorry, this is one of the things I definitely. <laughs> highlighted his real name was Edward but everyone knew him called him mm. Bear oh my god <laughs> that's so he's so cool and oh. then the paw the full bear oh, paw prince bear with paws. his family wait oh, so she man. gets them on her like on her lower, ass sort of I feel like she gets them on her like upper pubis mm-hmm. area. Yes, and she has um, a boyfriend who hates them because he's like. And that was a sign that she shouldn't be with him. And that was Bear, bear protecting speaking. her. And Didn't Eve from the dead. also get Bear Prince she, on her upper claws? She has but she got rid of them. Oh, on her tits, but she yeah. got rid of them. Right, that's true. Wait, what? She yeah. got rid of them. Yeah, she got rid Why? of her. Why? Wait, what? Be, Those I, are so she, iconic. She joined the cast of the talk and was like, "These are not for me anymore." <laughs> oh, she almost Wait, got whoa. rid of them. 
Um, she almost oh, got wow. rid of them. Okay. 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 I was she about to have to leave them. and have a moment with a salt lamp. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah. actually like, a solo <laughs> salt lamp moment. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it is weird to think about them being rich and having just like this Urban Outfitters $60 salt lamp, and you're just like, can't you get like. Well, they show the salt lamp on the show, and it's very from Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, it's, it's not. Oh, right. oh, well, again, right. yeah, too, it's smaller size. Because if they were like fucking in like in a Himalayan salt like oh, a sauna, I'd be like, whoa, oh, that, that is vibe. So like, a great. custom mm-hmm. Himalayan salt sauna. <laughs> but they, no, shouldn't be having, they shouldn't be using the same device I use, like a peasant, you know, like my salt lamp that I got for like $20 on Amazon, you know? <laughs> right. Like they should be, they should reach for more. They're mm-hmm. famous Considering people. they are wrestling royalty. Well, he also but mentioned... Let- that he has the same car as me, Daniel, yes man on the show, a Honda Fit. So I think oh. he is very environmental. Yes, yeah, yeah. so he's a faggot? <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I was like, you are gay. I mean, he is very, yeah, I mean, his look is not the typical wrestler look. He's like bearded, he has like long hair. He loves Jill Stein. He's like the opposite of Cena. Wait, is that Nikki's, wait, Nikki's, which one dated John's? I think that's the wrong Bella. The thing is, I mix them up a lot. Which Bella? So yeah. Nikki is boob job. John Cena always dating an aggressive guy. <laughs> right. Darker history of sexual abuse in her past. And Free she's now with, like, Dancing with the Stars guy. She had a baby with Dancing with the Stars, which is not in this book that came after this mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Thank God. Because I was wondering, I was like, ugh, this Cena relationship is so toxic. Yeah, they I broke hope- up. He got a new girlfriend who he's now engaged with and she fucked around with her Dancing with the Stars partner. They fell in love. They had a baby. Then the Bella Wait. Twins had their own spread and people where they both had the babies at the same time, oh, which is okay. just... Wait, is he just like a random like Eastern European dancer? What's his name, Bobby? Isn't it Artem? <laughs> I oh, wait, Artem, I heard right? it in the... Yeah, Ar- Artem. He's either Artem or Valb. I always mix them up. Okay, so he is he, a random Eastern European dancer. <laughs> Which is perfect because he can just be like strong and silent. Yeah. I think as, it's... Like, her yeah, and... it's perfect. And also falling in love on Dancing with the Stars is just one of the Ugh. most iconic things you can do as a celebrity. Like, there's nothing better than that. I mean, she really... Does, I mean, this goes back to her being like, you use your body to tell stories. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and she uses her body to tell stories. And then her body tells her a story of romance, right? She fell in love with this other wrestler. She falls in love with... The snowboarder. Oh, right. That pro snowboarder. That pro snowboarder who was like also so toxic for so long. So many Oh, wait, no, maybe it was Brie who did it, the snowboarder. I'm telling you, it's so hard to keep track. And also sometimes I think their names are Bella. So it's really difficult once you take a step away. It is weird. I kept being like, is their last name actually Bella? No. No, wait, no, I don't know. Their last name? No, their last name was, um, it was like their, it was like Garcia. Yeah. I think their last name was Garcia. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, since their dad the fa- was the like father abusive. father was Mexican. Right. Yeah. Well, that's not what I'm Sorry, yeah. Most abusive <laughs> dads, <laughs> their last name is Garcia. That tracks, yeah. Garcia Colace, Colossi, Coloss. But yeah, it was not Bella. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say they took away, you know, their... They have made amends, it seems, with the mm-hmm. dad. Right, no, and they and now he has, like, multiple other families, but, like, they're talking now. And Bear was actually one of the people who told her that you should... Forgive your father. Exercise forgiveness. So the dad was physically abusive in, like, a hideous yes. way, it yeah. sounds like. and just, like, angry, but also... Because it's funny, not funny, but they're like, oh, he was a drug addict, but then they're like, I think he was on mushrooms at that time. So it did... It was like, you think, you're like, oh, this drug addict dad that he's on, like, meth or something like that, and I guess that's, well, like, even more... I think even more, may have been in there, too, at some yeah, point. Yeah, no, I think it was a lot of things. It's the Southwest, right? So they're from Phoenix. 
Right. And San Diego. And San- I also couldn't keep track. And Tahoe. Yeah. Well, Everything they, so was- Tahoe, they would go to Tahoe a lot because the yes. grandparents lived there. Another thing I want to talk about this book is the prevalence of Hyatt hotels. <laughs> there yes. is a Hyatt <laughs> reference like every 15 pages or so. Like, Well, she sadly she, got raped. She in got a Hyatt. raped in a Hyatt. But oh, the Hyatt in Tahoe was also mm-hmm. her safe space. We're- because that's where the grandparents would like vacation and they would pretend to be like detectives at the gift shop and they would like sell hotel shampoos on the beach. Oh, wait, that was fabulous. They would just take Hyatt shampoos and sell them on the beach to like... They would like party at the Hyatt and another Phoenix when they were when they were teens. It was... Did you guys have any random childhood businesses like selling shampoo from a Hyatt? (laughs) Businesses? No. No, No, but I did have a job when I was like 12. I worked at a like a under the table, got cash. I worked at um, a like personalization baby store where... They would sell like okay, baby, baby uh, <laughs> toys and gifts and we would write on them. So it's like if you came, they'd be like, what's the baby's name? And then they like, listen, there were only a few options. Do you want sports or balloons or animals? Do you want primary colors, which are for boys? Do you want pastel colors, which are oh for girls? God. These are the questions I had to ask. I know. I know. Gender Wait, so was what, very specific on, then. I wouldn't. Was it like a you just a you just filled in the that you would write like Chris on a soccer ball or something? No, I just took the order, and then there were these mass art <laughs> okay. students in the in the back who were like really cool and like, in the taught, basement. <laughs> taught me like everything I had to know about like how to be cool, and they would do the art. Which is like a cool job for them, and also a cool wow. job for oh, me because I would just sit in front and eat candy and sell Wait, stuff. Wait, are you art. from Boston? Are, are you from Boston? Yes, I am. Unfortunately, get the fuck out of town. Get the fuck out of town. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? <laughs> Do you want to guess? Your Zoom, Wait, your Zoom windows are each like vibrating. <laughs> I'm from. Let's just say I'm Jewish. Where do you think I grew up? You're from Newton, Brooklyn. Yes. Brooklyn. <laughs> no, it's fine. From Newton, you got it exactly. Shut the. F- I'm from Newton. Are you really? How old are you? Yeah. Oh, wow. This is about to Did wow. you go to Newton South and Newton North or whatever the question is? I I've been, to I've been South. a witness wait. to this conversation oh, one wait, million okay, wait, okay, times. Wait. Which, which high school wait, did you, you know go to? <laughs> did you grow up? Wait, are you from like Newton Highlands? Yeah, I'm from Newton Highlands. Oh my God. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So did you? Wait, do you know that store? High maintenance. Yes, I do. Wait, so do you know the store? I don't know how old you are, but because it closed a few years ago. But do you know the store Scribble It? Do you remember that store? No. Scribble It. It was in that the. Was, this was the personalization it. store. It was off. It was off Dedham Street. If you were going on Highland towards Needham, sure. and you would turn, yeah. and there was a big gas station, a pizza store, Scribble It, and maybe a tile store. This is where I hung out all the time. Okay, and the tile store is ringing a bellio. Yes, it and I could walk. You could walk me. from there to Newberry Comics and like go shop. On your lunch the one break. on Needham Street. Yes, they, that's where. Oh I, my God! Where are you guys? Where but, are you from, Lily? I'm from Cambridge, oh kind my of Porter Square area. Oh, so uh, I'm oh. kind of more garage based. Wait, hold on. We're still on. We're still okay. on. Newton I here. love the garage. Okay, <laughs> loved it. That yeah. Newbury Comics was so iconic because, like, a, you're on Route Nat or like off. You're on Needham Street, and you're just like, okay, are we going to Tweeter? Are we getting new electronics? Are we going, like, we're gonna go to McDonald's. Are we going to Noodles and Company. Like, are we going to McDonald's? Like, we're gonna go like, to Super Salad for dinner. On, 
anything could happen on Needham Street. Literally, like, my mom you go used to, to Marshalls. My mom used to call it the Strip, and whenever we would like go for a walk, she would be like, "Are you gals gonna go walk the Strip?" Meaning like walk Stop. down Needham Street to Newbury Comics. <laughs> wow, Bobby, are you gonna kill yourself now? No. This is truly the worst. Your worst I'm nightmare. I'm not from Newton, but I did start watching. This is a robbery last night, so I feel pretty connected to the city of Boston right now. Wait, oh, about the Isabella okay, Gatz Gardner yeah. Museum, which has a huge connection to this book because, because Daniel Bryan says he wanted to propose to Brie at the, the third Isabella floor of the Isabella Gardner Museum, Museum which because, is so fucking random. No, because that was their first date when they were there doing the garden for do WWE. You think that, do you think oh. that they stole the paintings? I know <laughs> they, the they did it. Yes. I know the timing doesn't match up, but <laughs> but they still did it. It, it yes. doesn't match <laughs> up, but it's never been proved. We figured it out. Way. We figured it out. It literally could have been. I mean, this is a robbery. She loves that. That she does. She loves. Okay, she's she's got this Rembrandt hanging in a like San Diego condo. It's the only one he did of a seascape. I'm telling you, it's the only seascape. <laughs> How good is that series, it's Bobby? Great. Like, it's I love so it. good. You guys need to watch I'm this. Sold. It's oh, it's, I oh, oh no, we're on. We already railed it. Yeah. it's it's so good. The woman, okay, the woman, the last two episodes, who is she's just like so this uh this frame. It looks like fingerprints are on it, which is talking about the like gilded frame <laughs> or the guy from the globe. Who's like, I don't want to be a wicked snob or anything, but this most to a gardening museum, yeah, it's a little bit better than the MFA. Excuse me. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, I know I sound so, like such a fucking snob, snob right now. Oh, I love that guy. The woman who but, was the the woman who was the witness who was like on her boyfriend's piggyback oh, while they were her. passing yes, yes. Oh, the my car. God. You're like, the reveal where she says, woman? where she's like, so I was on his back. I asked him to give me a piggyback ride, and then it cuts to the guy, and he's like, So we were drunk, and she asked to get on my back. And it's like, okay, you're leaving out some details. I'm obsessed. Screamed this. when they said piggyback because I was like, that defines the ultimate theater kid flirting to me. To be like, hey, can you give me a piggyback? And it's like, you're like horny, but you're theater. And it ends up in Literally, piggyback. Right? I, Everything I, is I feel misdirected. Like I've like almost never been on a guy's back in a piggyback. Yeah. I've never gotten and a piggyback I'm like ride. So I'm feeling like so much like reverse FOMO or like just regular FOMO. Like back to the bells for one second about her love of art, Breeze, when she like moves to Greenwich Village and she's just like, like Carrie Bradshaw. I thought Manhattan was my only true love. Yeah, that, that whole part I was just like I, the whole book I had been like, am I a Bree? And then I was just like, I'm a okay. Bree. There we go. And then she goes, hanging on my wall, I had a guitar signed by Keith Richards I bought wasted in an online auction. How fab is that? I mean, when you're rich and you, quote, love art, like that is dangerous and also so exciting to me. You know what I mean? Because if I was rich and loved art, I'd buy boring stuff that's probably pretty good. If I had no taste, if if I was these people (laughs) and was rich and had access to buying art, like you would acquire the most amazing shit. Truly, I always think about like if I was so rich, I would love to buy joke art for friends. Just be like, sorry, I just bought you this insanely expensive, horrible painting sculpture. I'm having it delivered to your house. Right. But it's like a sexy, it's like a $4,000 like oil painting of like a sexy olive in like high heels, you know, like jumping into a martini. Wait. Okay. I'm sorry. That that is is actually my dream art. That's like Vegas art, Lindsay. That's real. There's like yeah, a store in Vegas that's that a sells that artist. art. Yeah, I love that guy. Love, What's his yeah. name? Yeah, I that's uh, that that's Chris Angel's favorite, favorite Chris Angel's artist. Favorite I don't know artist. his yes, name, but it. you could Google it so easily. Where's his store? Oh, in Vegas. In Michael Vegas, Goddard. In the, in, Michael Goddard. It's also Atlantic 
it, it's also in Atlantic City too. Michael Godard. A strawberry. Michael Godard. Like okay. doing a high kick in high boots <laughs> on yeah. a motorcycle. And high heels. Ugh. We saw in Key West. In Key West, there was there a was, story like yeah. It was a woman in a total boyfriend button down martini leaning against a wall. Mm. What, sipping on a martini. Was she a martini or she just She was, was just drinking, drinking a martini. A martini. Okay. She wasn't body. Truly the only reason to get rich is to buy garbage. So this is, I fully support everyone's dreams to get this art put in a basement I mean, somewhere. I I do <laughs> wonder how rich they are because so for a while she talks about they're only making 500 mm-hmm. a week. Well, that's an early developmental. That I think the, the thing with wrestling is like you're paid shit for yeah. so long. I mean, I assume obviously E was paying them some contract, but maybe like in those first few seasons, E was fucking them over and not paying them very I much. I mean, probably, but they are... Well, who who is a name brand wrestler now that we Randa, who's like R- Ronda Rousey? Like, she's UFC, but she's oh. fighter, right? <laughs> fighter. Yeah, that's like different. She okay, actually fights. Y'all are I like really fully. do think she kicks. <laughs> I went into it under the assumption, and I was thinking about that story. Lindsay, did you read it? The story on Vice about like the drag race contestants and how much money they have to spend out of their own pockets to compete and like how it's increased right. over the years. I like went into it thinking about mm. that where I was like, you probably, like you said, Lily, like you probably make nothing or like barely enough to justify it for so long. And you have to hope for like a show, some sort of licensing thing, like a book deal, like Coca-Cola the money is coming elsewhere, but the show is a means to it's an licensing. end. Yeah, like like no, they were probably making more money at the Hooters in Greater San Diego. They made they were eight the first dollars an hour. Actually, plus tips. That? She said she says she actually made most of her money when she was a like a bartender at the Montreal because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she was like, this was a fancy place where you can make your rent only working two nights a week. Because yeah. wow. Brie was just like, I need a cushion. I'm sorry, but like I need a little extra money later on. Like Nikki could just like have ten dollars in her bank account when the rent was due. <laughs> yes, and like because like she's a dumb whore with a boob job, <laughs> but like I actually need to go to the Mondrian and just like make a couple extra bucks. I mean, if you have the talent to do that, then I, why wouldn't you? Truly, why wouldn't you? Oh no, that's it's, that's why I've never been able. I feel like. Anytime I try to get a waitressing job, I just like was not flirty or like femme enough. I feel like to waitress or clumsy. That was also a thing. <laughs> yeah, I like that you're clumsy. trying to make it all about the gender discrimination when just like it was more. Uh, yeah, I feel like they're just like me, like crashing plates. I guess. Yeah, I'm just saying. I like, obviously I could not be a bottle girl at the Mondrian or I mean I do have big toss. I could have done Hooters, <laughs> like Hooters and Saugus if I played it up. Maybe. Yeah, I just think it's just like I don't know. It's just like exhausting. You have to be fake with like so many people. So many people. And, just and like, they like, yeah. oh, and you think we let guys like do whatever they want at Hooters? Like, no. And then, of course, that's like so many stories of them. Like, I feel like that's how they got into wrestling. They were just like kicking ass at Hooters of any guy who touched their ass and like <laughs> drop kicking so many men. But then they were also like, God bless the veterans who tipped us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's actually, yeah. She basically said veterans were the best Hooters customers ever because they would only have like 24 hours like of shore leave. And so mm. they would just have to spend all this money that they were given. Oh, They're God. like, their per diem or whatever they'd be throwing down a $30 tip on a $20 bill whereas like the Tampa Bay Raiders or whatever came through and were just like pretending to fuck them doggy style and she's like calling Uh, the cops on them and like kicking uh, them out of the restaurant and they're like I would read a whole I would read a whole book a whole memoir about Hooters I mean I also love the quote once a Hooters girl always a Hooters girl 
<laughs> no, when that came, I was like, done. Get that tattooed on my body. Like, <laughs> She talked about it in reference for waiting in line to audition for WWE at like some Tampa thing. And she was like, and all these other girls were dressed like too slutty, but like we were actually dressed in more like athletic clothing. But she was like, but let's be honest, like they all worked at Hooters and I worked at Hooters. And it was just <laughs> like, Hooters it girls. was actually like a Hooters convention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yes. But I did think that we were doing something better by being more like Lululemon. Right. But then they were also like, and we used our like in those insane Hooters nylons that they wear. I feel like yeah, they like implemented yeah. that like later into their. Uh... Um, mm-hmm. Wait, could I read a passage where she just lists a bunch of wrestlers names? Because I feel yes. like it just kind of helps illustrate the world we're talking about. Um, she's talking about like all the women who paved the way or she paved the way for or something. <laughs> we got to the point of being called. <laughs> I think it's the other. I think that paved the way for her. Oh, okay, wait, wait. Yeah. We got to the point of being called superstars because of the women who paved the road for us. It started with Mae Young, the fabulous Moolah, Sensational <laughs> Sherry, Luna Vachon, Leilani Kai, Alundra Blaze, Jacqueline, Trish Stratus, Lita, Tori Wilson, Molly Holly, Victoria, Mickey James, Beth Phoenix, Gail Kim, Melina, Michelle McCool, Natalia, and so many more. <laughs> I love Michelle McCool. No, all those names are so good, and I like want to go back and. Watch and they're all them. just like not like super crazy, but just like it's a little very off. like Good Evening America. I'm Chloe Sevigny. Like that list is extremely <laughs> Drew Drogi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no mention of China. Like, get out of here. Like, you have oh to. Oh, my like, God. How Thank you for wait, bringing this up. Not reference once. And I wonder if they have beef. Wait, also, they, rest in uh, peace. They must. R.I.P. They must. Fully R.I.P. And fully I, don't. How dare you disrespect the woman, the other the wrestler once. I can name who's a woman. She's not named once. Wait. Do you think maybe it's actually more respect for the dead? Oh, yeah. And she's like, I'm just not even going to comment on China the way you kind of won't get into. It's not her the story yeah. It's weird that yeah. it's that she's not even mentioned just like as a kind gesture, you know, like in memoriam of the, you know, the woman that paved the way. Right. I respect her. And then like so stop talking women. if there is bad blood or there's something weird to say. Like it's strange mean, that she wasn't mentioned. I don't know. I've just never heard of any of those women, but like China, I'm so familiar mm-hmm. with. Hello. So it's just crazy right. to think that the one we've heard of is not in her list of this is a feminist book okay and i want you to talk about our well, feminist heroes that's so China. true it's it's very the opposite of kevin gannett whose book we read but he's very <laughs> he's, he pays a lot of homage to the basketball players who came before him and it's like mm-hmm. you can't write a book about basketball and not mention like michael jordan and kobe bryant and like the people that everyone has heard of. right it's like if he just didn't mention michael jordan yeah it'd be insanely awkward and she's being more glow and i feel like these are kind of random 80s chicks <laughs> that like no one has heard of here's what i wonder they're so obviously mcmahon oh, yeah. squad and it's like kind of china and vince have Definitely. a falling out. Yes. And I think oh, maybe like China's. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because Chi- did China make the, the family look bad? Is that kind of what she kind the of. The family. The family. Well, and I feel like she probably really self-medicate because as we know, Brie is like, and the thing is, I broke my neck a thousand times and I would <laughs> do it again. And it's just like everyone is breaking so many necks and Wait, I feel like trying of, to got addicted to pills. Speaking pain. of them breaking themselves, don't they both have like very serious vaginal injuries? They each have their own. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, thank you. Let's. It's like yeah. they both have like twin vagina injuries <laughs> that are slightly different. And you're like, why are we here? How did we get here? You know? Yeah, it's 
really? How do we get here? And she blames it on, which I do think makes sense. She's like, oh, we she, had no sex she, ed. And she goes, I was going to Victoria's Secret, getting lotion and like, yes. putting it everywhere. She, she which, blames it on scented Victoria's Secret lotions. Which growing up in like Victoria's Secret area, I feel I like. It. I get it. And she basically like draws a direct line between vaginal cysts and Victoria's Secret products. Doesn't Wait, she also wear lace lace underwear? And that doesn't help either. Her Something gets it caught. Get, okay. It, it, she wears this thong that gets like torn up while she's like dancing at a club like in the early 2000s <laughs> in Los Angeles. You know how like typically it's like boys will be like when, when you describe like stuff happening to dicks, boys are like, ew, like I can't like don't talk about like balls getting hit. It's like it's visceral for me. I feel like reading this these vaginal injuries, I finally understood like the gross out of like talking yes. about like genitals being yes. hit with something or something no, like when, that. Because like when someone tells a story about like getting their scrotum cotton of zipper fly. Right, like, right. It, you truly, you can truly feel it. And then you have this right. fear of like being at a urinal like Right, so I theater. finally understand that as a woman reading these passages being like, <laughs> I want to die. Like each one of these is worse than the one before. Wait, I'm obsessed with the empathy this book is fostering. Wait, did you find the Well, path? there's yes, a lot about, okay, so here's the part we're talking about their business about like Birdie Bee, their high quality lingerie. So high quality, oh, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicole immediately told them that we want to make products from fabrics that are good for our vaginas. I was trying not to laugh. I think she said vagina 20 times in that first meeting. I could tell they wanted to react with a, wow, you were saying the word vagina. They had barely perceptible reaction every time she said it. But that was exactly the point. We think that the word vagina shouldn't make people blush. No woman should be embarrassed to say it. We always felt that way. But then they go on to being like... um, About the fabric, mm-hmm. the Shark Tank part. Well, so well, that's why they had to part ways with Damon. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So they got to deal with Damon, even though they were never on Shark Tank. <laughs> right. And of course, <laughs> of course, he pushed a licensing deal, which is mm-hmm. all he ever does on the show. I mean, all they do on Shark Tank is they're just like offshore, offshore, yep. cheaper labor, cheaper fabric, and he and was she, pushing cheaper fabric, and she was like, "That's not how we roll." Well, and yeah. she goes, "Quote: I had to keep reminding him that I'm a hippie." Hell yes. Just being like, Damon, I'm a hippie, okay? This lingerie is going to be high quality. To be fair, if you were a hippie, you'd be wearing no underwear. If you were a true hippie. So let's not even... Right, you wouldn't be be wearing Brie Bella's, like, licensed (laughs) lace underwear. Exactly. (laughs) Obsessed, they talk about how they want to start making Bella tampons and Bella lube. Love that. Great. But I I love their, like... (laughs) <laughs> multi-page breakdown Same. about how they fucked up in not making enough sizes and not showing enough skin tones in their advertisements yes. oh, and yeah. they like do this oh, yeah. very very long apology that's like v- heartfelt and you can tell that they like I mean it, it's it's almost the, one of the longest amounts of times that they spend on a single topic and it's like we're so sorry that we did this <laughs> we didn't mean to do this we're so sorry that we did this and it goes on forever I feel like they must have gotten canceled oh, yeah. I feel like it was maybe by yes. the Bella Army by, but like pretty hugely on social oh, yeah. for that if it warranted that but long doesn't it passage. end with them being like well next time we won't but this time we only made this many sizes <laughs> we'll and I guess do it just it again, all went yeah. to the factory and oh well please yeah. buy it bye like no, they don't yeah. <laughs> No, I love that somehow at the end of the book, it's just being like, our neck injuries, like, go, like, women powder. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's just like, goes into full shark tank. And they're just being like, talking about licensing deals and like tampons and <laughs> apologies of sizes. And it's I just kind like, of wish we're the, in this business meeting the, now. The book, like, it, it's like the last 20 pages, they start just like really rapidly listing a lot of business Why? deals. And you're like, I wish we could have spent a little more time on that. Yeah, like, I know. That's interesting. It's true. Like, that is the most interesting. What, Bella Radicchio or whatever? Oh, the, their the, red the, black? 
Bond? Yeah, they have two. She was like, we have our two wine companies, Bonita Bonita <laughs> and Birdie B. <laughs> and, and Birdie, Birdie B. B. Weirdly, somebody did call our podcast and tell us someone who like lives in Napa and like works in wine. And they were like, the only celebrities I would trust with wine are the Bella yeah. twins. And the Stop. reason why, what? yes, is because I always see them. They're everywhere and they <laughs> love wine and they're always drinking it. And I just would trust them to know. And I was like, wow, that's. That's a real compliment. That's an endorsement. I will say it is very like drink a red blend every time they say they love wine in this (laughs) book. It's kind of they're they're just like, oh, yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm going to want to relax with a big glass of red and get into Brie mode. (laughs) (laughs) I love Brie mode. It seems like Brie mode can mean anything. Yeah, (laughs) Because Brie mode can be wrestling, but Brie mode can also just be like wine with the gals at a San Diego. But it can also mean like, don't talk to me. I'm in Brie mode. Um, I wanted to talk about a quick, did you guys notice very early in the book, one of the most shocking other celebrity mentions when she says that Freddie Prince Jr. was a writer. On WWE. Yeah. And she moves on past it. Did anyone drive on oh, the yeah. floor? She, was... she walks right past it. She was like, oh, at the time, Freddie Prince Jr. was working but... as a writer for WB. So we talked about my storyline. I'm like, she even... That was the first note I made. She in even my begins notes. the sentence with, because I'm looking through all my highlights, and, go, and she says, randomly, Freddie Prince Jr. was the writer who was working with me at WWE. And it's like, but can we unpack this a little more? Like, randomly isn't enough. (laughs) Randomly is not enough. Like, randomly acknowledges the fact that, yeah, it's the most insanely random thing (laughs) anyone could possibly imagine, but we're gonna need more info. It's like, we're gonna talk about how inconvenient when your ex-boyfriend flew to Orlando and then you had to pick him up and, like, drive him to Tampa, but we're not gonna unpack Freddie Prinze. Right, and it's not like she's the wrong age. She's the right Right. age to have, like, been a fan of Freddie Prinze Jr. at the time that he was, like, hunky and in movies so it makes sense that she would be like I stand like tell me let's have a conversation but I guess not. I guess it's like you just have to take other jobs and you're when you're not getting acting work. I mean, this seems more of passion project. Like he was like, he's a celeb and is just like went to Vince McMahon and was just like, I want to write wrestling. And they were like, OK, I forget I, the know, story, but there's some story about how he was doing this because he was he's he's like a big nerd. He also like does Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm, too. Like mm-hmm. he has a weird I've, I've heard about the Star oh, Wars. Very stuff. passionate okay. about Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. OK. And he's yeah. got a PS5 and Sarah Michelle he's very just like. Like con, coming I think. home. He's going to cons all the time, <laughs> yeah. and like right. she's going to him. She's going to cons to, like for some of the cons with him, but like a lot of them, she's just like, you like, know what, Freddie? Like you just well, because right, if she went to a con, it would like it would explode. Yeah, this San is a Yukon. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hashtag Yukon. No, do you guys know on ninety five in Connecticut, if you're driving out in New York, there's the huge WWE offices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Stanford. But right? then Stanford, yeah, yeah, yeah Stanford. Stanford. But then they're all based in Tampa. I guess they have a few offices. <laughs> I always imagine maybe that's corporate. I, I was that's corporate. No, in this whole book though, because I'm very familiar with that office you speak of. If, yeah. you're, if you're driving up to Boston from New York, you're very familiar. with I think with that's it. the fine. corporate off. That's where the 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 pencil pushers. The account- yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not where Vince McMahon is just. I was just picturing him, though, in this big corporate office in Stamford, like going well, through no, all because the storylines on a big board. I think but. Stephanie is there, his insane daughter, because she ran for Republican mm-hmm. governor of Connecticut. Yeah. Linda McMahon ran for Republican oh, the, governor the of wife. Connecticut. Right. Yes. But Stephanie's so a big Stephanie's star. She's d- like always on the show. She's always right. yelling she's, at people on the show. And the she show. has a match with one of the Bellas. <laughs> God, as right. part of this, as, but this oh, like, right. and she's like, Stephanie the, didn't have to match with me, 
But she did. And it's like, stop acting like you're not also a massive wrestling celebrity. Right. Like, Stephanie didn't have to like do this whole like storyline with Triple yeah. H where like it's very, they're arresting me. It's very Lauren Michaels bullshit. It's very, we're yes. t- this is, they're all gaslit. It's all Hugh Hefner, Girls Next Door. Right. It's very like, we don't want to speak ill of this like clearly bad person, bad family because we know that like there's still something in it for us. Mm-hmm. Like we still could show up as guest stars. We still could do whatever we wanted. And <sighs> it's just, yeah, too. and you have to kiss the ring like from here Literally. until your grave. But kiss it's like the belt. there's obviously something really insane about referring to them as the authority. It's just <laughs> like it's so culty. Okay, this section is where she's talking about it. And it's like it's so convoluted that like the insane storylines that's wrapped up like with their weird just like corporate hierarchy. Brian and his yes chant led the opposition against the authority. In fact, it was an incredible moment. There was an Occupy WWE movement. It's like, wait, what? Where hundreds of people wore Daniel Bryan t-shirts and protested against the man by sitting ringside. Brian represented the people. Brian had broken his neck and couldn't wrestle. So the authority, i.e. Stephanie and Triple H, demanded that he give up his title while he was at recovery. The fans revolted. And so the authority thought that if he didn't give up his title, I had to quit wrestling. Brian responded that, of course, I wasn't going to quit. And then right before he was going to give up his title, I yelled, I quit and slapped Stephanie McMahon. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, about? that was Britain, so many... right? That's fiction. Yes, right, that's right, right, not right. fiction. This was okay, all babe. like a fictional storyline that all the fans were, f- this was all kayfabe. And like the fans all knew exactly what was happening and this was like all followed. It's just like, And they're always like it. getting fake lore. arrested. And but I mean, this that. one, like it would be really fun to write for WWE, but it also sounds so yeah. confusing. Well, <laughs> the other thing about Vince, though, like them sort of like being very reverent to the WWE, didn't their mom marry one of the major WWE guys? Like that happened recently. Yeah. So yeah. Johnny, they're literally, it Johnny is the Ace. family business now. Like they can't speak ill of right. Vince McMahon because their daddy is this other WWE daddy. You know, like it's so strange. <laughs> no, and it's insane how much they try. They're like all the other like girls or wrestlers like try to think we got preferential treatment because it's I was like, dating Brian. You did. Like, my sister was with John Cena <laughs> and my mom like is fully dating the talent manager of all WWE. She's like, actually, no, we didn't even know that our mom was dating Johnny. And like, actually, like we didn't get any preferential treatment because like Nicole was with John, it's kind of like, like well, well uh, babe, I don't know. Like, I'm not totally believing it. Um, also, the other business thing when she talks about the mom, like when she gets with Johnny mm. Ace or whatever, who was like such an <laughs> 80s star and is now the head of like VP Town, she's like, they both love business and they like love to go to the pub and talk about contracts and LPs and RPIs and like so many other random finance mm-hmm. stuff and I was like fab for them honestly <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah fab. third marriage <laughs> That's what, what the, I, I want my third marriage to be like super spreadsheety. That's right, but it's like says like you're going to this Sandia, you're getting like big marks, and you're just talking about spreadsheets. And she's like, oh, like my mom was always getting ditched after date one because she talked too much about work. I mean, yeah. it's that's not bad advice. I mean, to not follow. So to I'm not also do that it's very is... Kardashian. Their their mom is like their licensing manager. They don't really make it clear, but they're like right. our mom, our mom and brother do mm-hmm. work with us. Right when they want to make the tampons with the wine in it, their mom is like, all right. 
right, honeys. Like, I will get on this. Like, we will have these in production by <laughs> yeah. Q3. Another paycheck stays in the family, you know, very Kardashian. It's like, right. It's like 10% then, just goes back mm-hmm. to the big the big box, the big pot. Right. The, and then the the jar. they're forgetting to make the mom isn't ordering any, like, size positive tampons and, like, right. hiring a diverse oh cast for God, the photo shoot. Right. And yeah. It's like, sorry, the wheels are already in motion. And the twins are like, wait, no, we're going to get canceled. Yeah, you have to have tampons of, you really do need to have tampons of all sizes like that is <laughs> the last kindle highlight that i took in my all my kindle highlights is brian got to hear me poop while he looked me in the eyes <laughs> i love that we reach a whole new level of intimacy at a moment i don't know what the context is what they were doing but that's what i have highlighted mm-hmm. in my that is my that is no, truly thank you for reading that the biggest like absolute <laughs> no for me it's very you remember the episode where Mar- where the guy shits with the door oh, yeah. open the cartoonist the new yorker mm-hmm. cartoonist and miranda dumps him like i've done that i have i have actually stopped seeing a guy because he shot with the door open and i close the door on him and i never texted him again <laughs> She never That's opened reasonable. the door. That just left him in there. Reasonable. I left the house. Yeah. Sold the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally sold the house with him in it. Parasite style. I was like, no, this is horrifying. Exactly. Exactly. No, and it just a little bit. That was, I think, took place at a hotel because this whole book is like. Took place in a Hyatt. Took place in a Hyatt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shitting in front of your boyfriend in a, in a Hyatt. Hyatt. <laughs> goals I mean that really is where we end up with these mm-hmm. two it's like the developing yeah. the intimacy with our lovers to shit while looking at their, them in the eyes with the small Himalayan lamp travel bed bath and beyond <laughs> lamp is plugged in and that's why we love Hyatt because they have so many chargers next yes. to the bed next USB. to the desk yeah I kind of I gotta know kind of this has been so gorgeous I have kind of one question I'm ready yeah. Are you Nikki or are you Brie? Oh, God. Do you need a I'm going to need some time. Well, the problem is, like, I still have trouble differentiating them because I was so used to reading it and then just, like, knowing that I was in a Nikki chapter because they used the word Brie. And I was like, okay, Nikki's Nikki talks about <laughs> right. Brie. Brie Tiki so talks about true. Nikki. That's where I am right now. Okay, I, like, who's the... Okay, I think I'm the more in... hippie one and Bobby's the mm-hmm. other one. Right? Maybe? But which one's which? Or... I... <laughs> <laughs> well, well I think it's kind of like Bree says she's a hippie. She cares about the chickens. But to she, fair, they Bree's didn't the take one. any fast no. food she, licensing. She dates Lindsay, okay, Lindsay, Lindsey, I'm the... married to Artem. You're married to the to the wrestler guy. I think that's what it is. Uh, Daniel. Yeah, I think that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, I think personality wise, that would be it. Although I will say like Bobby is married and I'm not. So like he like I'm the more like chaos one, you know, in terms of that. Versus like, mm-hmm. well, but I think Brie, but yeah, Nikki is more chaos. Like that's oh, the whole she, thing. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm you, oh, you were saying you're yeah, Brie because you, you identify with like going to New York. But the thing is like her Carrie Bradshaw phase is a, is a pretty like <laughs> sub- heavy phase. It's a heavy phase, but it's pretty like, you know, subdued and calm and like, right. Polite. Like, it's not that chaotic. Carrie? Who's the Carrie? And like who's Brie the- is Carrie. She's a, she's a calm Carrie. I think Brie is a calm Carrie and Bobby, you're saying you're a calm Carrie. Bobby is a calm, a calm Carrie. Calm actually, Carrie that is sounds true. good. Bobby is like walking down the street in Manhattan being like, Manhattan, the city of dreams. Like that is actually oh Bobby. <laughs> and then you're like going home and having oh one glass God. of wine. It's like not that A glass crazy. of bread. That's true. A glass of bread. That's Getting true. And I'm mode. out here trying to like invent like products for us to sell. Like I'm like, Bobby, think about it. A Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> like a, a cup that looks like it says Dunkin' Donuts, but it says Who Weekly. Like that would be hilarious. Like that is actually. It's an algae, yeah. but it says Who Weekly in the Dunkin' font. Think about it. <laughs> That's actually an <laughs> idea I had. Had. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're like, it's hold on, happen. I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna fly to San Diego to meet with some licensors, <laughs> <Yeah>. and then <laughs> like, <laughs> I would do that. That's true. That's accurate. Who are you? <laughs> the track. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, I I'm a Brie too, and I think in this because it's funny that Brie is the hippie, but in some ways, you know, I won't get into our whole hippie preppy dichotomy yeah, that we've discussed. Yeah. But in some ways, Brie is kind of more of a preppy. Yeah. Even though she says she's a hippie, she's a hippie in a very preppy way because, as I said, she's a calm carry. <laughs> she is more collected. She has the longer term relationships that are more stable. She likes New York, but she's she's very like together. And again, she always wants that cushion. You know what yeah, I mean? I think that's that very money. me. And I'm very just like, I need to take this other copywriting job because I need that cushion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to be able to spend a thousand dollars on Essence.com <laughs> before I get out of bed. And I need to like get the well, financial cushion to do that. The reason why you're that. also Brie is because she's also the most like, oh yeah, I just slept with a snowboarder. Yes. I know. So, so that and I'm also so meeting a guy at a Whole Foods aisle or he's French or he's leaving or some sort of some comedy. <laughs> <laughs> of those things. And it's like, you're the Nikki because you... Well, well, I was going to say, I'm the Brie in the way where I am like, uh, yeah, I loved those vans. I wore them to death. And I listened to ska music. <laughs> but I think you're But like, I'm, I think I'm also the Nikki because I'm like dating John Cena. You're dating John Cena. <laughs> and we're going to the cigar room and we're like... You're literally, it's you're literally cigar getting room. a boob job. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the boob job and I'm going to the cigar room. Yeah. And I would do the fast food licensing deal. Love I think we'd all do the fast food licensing how, deal. I think we all would take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah. Oh, for okay. Sure. Well, actually, oh. I do have a problem. <laughs> okay. No, no, actually, no. I'm. That's not. That's not true. And I like do probably eat at McDonald's like more than anyone. I also think I'm the Nicole because I am getting. I think I'm getting the neck surgery because I was like the neck snapped in like a fight with Stephanie McMahon. Right. And you you would actually like give it your all in this way. Yeah, I think I would just like go when you that sh- much crazier when you in the ring. That, that Duolingo commercial, you were the owl, <laughs> you gave it your all. Exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm down to get hurt in that way. For sure. Wow. And I'd be able to figure it out. Well, I'm glad we sort of nailed <laughs> yeah. that to the wall. Woo, figured it out. Yeah. Feel, I'm proud yeah, of us. Good to get yeah. that out of the way. Good to process good. that. <laughs> um, well, you guys, thank this has you. Been- so much. This has been such a journey, I think, in so many ways. And I'm obsessed with the the symbioticness. I know of things that happened and that we discovered and that we processed and three learned. iconic duos just coming together. Mm-hmm. You know? Three duos. Yeah. The Bellas, mm-hmm. the Who's. The Who's and the, the CBCs. The CBCs. The CBCs. The C- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one needs work. Yeah, the we'll, last we'll duo that needs out. work. <laughs> well, we're in developmental. So yeah, we're, we're still in developmental and we're really hoping to get pushed to the main stage soon. Right. Um, so we'll figure out our yeah. tag team. But all of us yeah. pay for our own wardrobe. Yes. We all have that in common. We just have but there, to. We but have there to. is this. Um, well, cool. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, Listen to Who us. Weekly. Yeah. Wait. Oh, please. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm being like so- horrible etiquette. Um, please tell our audience where they can check you out online and in person. Just go find Who Weekly. We're easy to find. I don't want to tell people what podcast app to use because I know we all have very specific preferences. Um, amazing. Well, congrats Perfect. on all the success. <laughs> and I hope it continues. <laughs> I hope one day to match yeah. you in Tampa. It's not yeah. success until you have a wine brand. So until that I'm happens. I'm working on it, okay? Don't act like I'm not working on it. I am. Okay. Uh, see you in Napa. Yeah, first to the vineyard wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see who the, the wineries trust, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Best regards. <laughs> It's time for segments! How does she eat? What does she wear? How does she live? <sighs> oh.
Um, okay, Enter so- to the ring, oh. Steven. <laughs> yeah, what does she eat? What does she eat? Well, obviously, Brie eats organic pasture-raised. Or- <laughs> organic pasture-raised. Well, Brie is a vegetarian. No, but she's eating, like... Pastor is chicken in the episode the, I watched. Or does she become same, a vegetarian later in the book? She becomes a vegetarian later and she's like, Brian wanted me to be, be vegan, but that cheese plate, I cannot give up. Red wine and a cheese plate. I mean, hell yes. Once a Hooters girl, always a Hooters girl. Right. And I mean, on Total Bells, they're always, of course, just like at an empty Trattoria sushi fusion empty restaurant. Yeah. Hyatt vibes. Apps, yeah. Hyatt for life. Big tables, wine. Yeah, I think Nikki's a little bit more like cheeseburger and being a little bit naughtier and and like dominoes and um, holding on to some of her like Phoenix vibes. I mean, the thing is also because it's like when you're at like one of your colleagues' Tampa condo or just like Bradenton condo, like greater Tampa condo, like there's not a lot of options other than getting just like Carbella's delivered or like well, okay, Domino's so delivered. It's very just or, also like, calories based because... She was like, during her neck surgery, she couldn't work out. So she's like, when you're used to 3,300 calories and you can't exercise, now I have to do 1,200 calories. So I'm just doing a shake for dinner because, like, I fulfilled my calories earlier in the day. So So she's doing a calorie-restrictive diet. I mean, the episode I watched, they were also at... I did watch more than one episode because, like, there seems like there was a lot happened in this episode. But it's like they were at a Hyatt, like, having the breakfast platter. And they were all eating the most just, like, hotel eggs and, like, hotel sausages. And then Brie, or, like, Nikki was just like, no, and actually I've heard that it's like... It's like a lot is diet. And then like this other girl's just like, no, it's like 80% diet. <laughs> it's like the diet is like huge. It's like a lot of it. It's like a lot of diet. But yeah. then they're just continuing to eat like the greasiest sausages. Well, yeah, but it's also so big or classic. Like they were eating something that was so balsamic drizzle. Yeah. And she's like, mama's going to have to have her chocolate over at Nikki's quote unquote, the fat one. So the chunky Bella. <laughs> the chunky Bella. <laughs> she, she reversed herself. But yeah, it's like they're at this trattoria and they're getting sushi. But then like it's also a place that has like like a creme brulee chocolate balsamic truffle cup yeah. that they're all like dipping one spoon into. Yeah, I mean, it's Sunbelt cuisine. Like, yeah. as you know, I've spent a lot of time in Albuquerque and Tampa. <laughs> and just cuisine. like every sushi place, it's like everything has Tobiko. Everything is covered in mayonnaise. Like, yeah, it's big and everything is called like Casa del San Rico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not subtle. No. It's not delicate. Not for sure. Um, what does she wear? What does she wear? Yeah, they're like, Always matching in like a cropped, striped top with little shorts. They do. What is their casual style? Like, because I do feel like their thing. Okay, so I feel like they're also kind of like reality show. Like, you kind of wear these outfits. Like, you wear like really insane like stripper heels and then like flared like Dolce Gabbana men's cut dress pants (laughs) and like button downs to like look like you're fabulous because you're trying to be like I'm the glamorous. They're glamorous diva, so they're like kind of wearing outfits for the show. But I feel like maybe. Their casual style is actually well. It is very normal. in the total. This whole like conflict in the total bellows is that Nikki and John like to dress up, and Brie is like me and Daniel like like literally show up to coffee time in matching heathered super straight people dog mom and dog dad t shirts. Yeah, so they're more comfortable in like the heathered soft tee, and I think Nikki dresses up more. But so many times they were also just accidentally matching on the show, mm-hmm. kind of in the way that sometimes like. I'll show up to a party and like we're both in the same color dickies and like randomly yeah. in the same colored shirt and, and that's spirit. Like, okay, spirit beyond present. Okay, um, how do they live? Okay, I think Brie like does have a random like cheaper like smaller condo. Can we say it? One, two, three. 
Buddha. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Yeah. Well, she's, she's got the sign guitar, but it's very Cheryl Crow to have the sign guitar and then the Buddha. Next to a Buddha. Yeah. And then Nikki is a little more like fake Versailles it's, Vegas. It's fake so Versailles cheesy. Vegas, Southern, like huge ornate headboard, like goblets, goblets, lots of pillars. There's chalices everywhere, but it's also like so tiled and empty at the same time. Right. And it's just like, which huge high chair do I sit in? And they both have French bulldogs. I mean, it, I, I feel like her house reminds me of when I lived in New Mexico in um in a development called Rio Rancho that was outside of Albuquerque with mm. the campaign manager for Hector Balderas' Senate campaign. Yeah. And the furniture in that house was the most largest furniture I've ever... It was like... No the, one could see you. The like... No, like the legs of the dining room table were just like... Were like as thick as John Cena. Like it was so... Just, lo- every, the darkest leather. Oh, the darkest wood. And then just like a white and yellow tile. And maybe crosses? Yeah. I mean, I think they're spiritual and they like did grow up Catholic. I feel like they're not so cross. I feel like she though. might that's have one more... cross though that's, that's like a clo- that's like a yeah. clock or something, like a weird cross clock. She's like, oh, it is a it is a cross, but it's like it's just a nice clock that I found. Well, I think they're also that's also kind of like wearing like blood red. Yeah, as well, it's just like I have a cross and blood red. It's like pearl, you know, Dave Navarro more, style, right? You more know. like badass Madonna goth 90s character storyline stuff. Kayfabe, <laughs> kayfabe. Um. Okay, so next week again. Hot off the press. Hot we're doing press. Sir Hunter Biden's book. Yeah, we're doing one of the most topical books in history. The son of the, I don't know, U.S. president. Heard president of him? President Joseph. Joseph R. Robinette. <laughs> Bride, by Biden. 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 Um, and his fail son, son, Hunter his Biden. Fail son. Fail son is when you have like a bad son. Oh, new, see, you learn something new every single goddamn day. Some people do, yes. <laughs> Others maybe oh, already I'm knew sorry. what fail son I didn't meant. know what fail son with. I don't just wake up and grab a thesaurus and page <laughs> through it. <laughs> I literally do, as you know, I'm a copywriter. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, Hunter Biden, he's a dog, he's a slut, he's a drug addict, and we're really excited to just dig Get in. Get dirty, and we're going to be doing so many shots. Oh, but also, like, respecting But also addiction. being so respectful Sober, of addiction, and yes, also and of, like, trigger. political dynasties, but also, like, really thoughtfully critical of that sort of concept. And, like, what it's like to be a son of a politician. Right. My and, song, and, Politician Son. Right. And what you've always wanted to be a politician Maybe I'll bring son. the diary and read it. Mr. Politician Sons Maybe for you next could week. record a great new version of that. Well, I've said too much now. Okay, that's it. We're ending. We're ending. Best. Best. Book Club is presented by Prologue Projects and HeadGum. The show is produced by the Devil Meg Murnane, with editorial support from the King Andrew Parsons and the Eliminator Leon Nafok. Engineering by Ferris Monchi. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips. Horst! Artwork by Tiny Bikes at Chips NY. Follow us on Twitter at CBC The Pod. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review and don't forget to tell your friends about us or fear SmackDown! That was a headgum podcast. Bean Dad.
The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.